0: In my apartment. Oh. All the work I do to keep that place clean, and I still have ants. I'm living on the third floor. How did they get up there? In their shoes. Oh. Man, are you lucky. If you tuned in today, you are lucky. We have such a great show, and you get to hear all of it for free. But wait, there's more. Hi, Billy Mays here with The Wake Up Show. Now, this is Dante Greco, your host. If you've been listening to this show before, you know it's me by The Voice. And uh, if this is your first time, you are the luckiest person in the world. I wish I could go back and listen to this show for the first time. I can't even... I didn't even get to listen to it for the first time because I have to do it. So, you're all luckier than me. Anyways... Like I said, great show. Keep listening. And uh, by the way, I I read that story about the Pearl Harbor uh, thing. I I already forgot what it was. What did it say? Uh, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. They're going to exhume the USS Oklahoma to try to identify the remains. Yeah, I read uh, kind of a sad, scary fact that on the USS West Virginia that also sank... Uh, When they finally brought it up to the surface about six months after Pearl Harbor, they found out that some of the men inside had survived for up to two weeks based on a calendar that they had been marking. I guess there were some rations and some fresh water inside the ship, and these guys managed to live. That must have just been awful. Andrew Gold, lonely boy. You forget about Andrew Gold sometimes. He had some hits, though. He had this song and um, Thank You for Being a Friend, which, what, that became the Golden Girls theme song, right? Maybe that's what did him in. Uh, so, a uh, classic TV show to some, to others, uh, some people might not even be aware of it. A lot of people may have forgotten it, but MTV is resurrecting their TV show. Celebrity Deathmatch. Now, this was big kind of in the mid to late 90s, more late 90s. It's a show where they had, like, little claymation likenesses of celebrities fight each other to the death. And uh, it was funny, I guess. I don't know. I remember watching this show when I was a kid during that era. And it was okay, but this was also at a time when, you know... TV was one of the only things that you had to keep you entertained. Like, you couldn't just go on your phone or go on your computer. Well, I, you know what? It, it wasn't that long ago. I could go on the computer. But the internet wasn't as fast as it is today, so it, wasn't, it didn't have the same appeal. But I, I, I remember thinking the show was okay. I never really got it. I never really got into it. But it's making a comeback. And uh, it says that they have reimagined it for a social media world and hourly Twitter wars. So, if you were a fan of Celebrity Deathmatch, guess what? You're going to get to see all these celebrities that have sprung up in the last 12 to 15 years or so since it went off the air. Maybe you'll get to see them fight each other to the death. Speaking of death and fighting it, what would you do to stay young? How far would you go? What do you do now? Do you just rub lotion on your face or something, or you eat well, or... You get out in the sun. You don't get too much sun. I've been walking a lot lately. I've been going for these evening walks. It's great. Even if just walking around your own neighborhood, you realize how much there is to discover and how much you miss when you're just driving by. There's a lot of nice architecture out there. You should try it, especially now that the weather is warming up. Um, It's nice to get out. Anyways, there's a 19-year-old girl who's so paranoid about getting older that she is going to the extreme of bathing in pig's blood to keep her skin looking youthful. And uh, it's, this is another MTV show, I guess. It's MTV's True Life, I'm Obsessed with Staying Young. And her name's Chanel. She explains that her grandmother... Oh, no, no, she explains to her grandmother, I feel like a thousands of years ago, people did this and they preserved their youth. So it doesn't sound like she's basing this on anything real or concrete. It's just a feeling that she had. She must have heard about animal sacrifices or something. Uh, her grandmother is worried about her health. But uh, she she just can't stop taking these blood baths in pig's blood. I don't know about this one. I've heard about people bathing in some weird stuff and uh, you know putting odd things on their face, on their skin but pig's blood is a bridge too far for me and frankly i don't i mean i i get it you want to stay young and it's hard for me to criticize people that want to stay young because i still am young i'll admit it and i am enjoying it and i really don't know what it's going to be like when i'm older and if i'm going to be pining away for these days but i i think that it's so much better to just age gracefully and accept who you are and what you look like and actually you end up looking better I used to live in LA and you walk around and see these people with these plastic faces and it's just so obvious now the thing is the plastic surgery that people get looks better on film it does it shows up well when, when they're on camera so if you have a career in front of the camera maybe I can't fault you so much but in person you look like a freakish ghoul so you know I think it's okay to just kind of grow old. Just take care of your body. You don't need to bathe in pig's blood or cut your face up with plastic surgery. That's what I have to say. Okay, so what do you think is like the biggest screw-up you could make or that anyone could make? Think about that for a second. <laughs> um, now, I, I, I imagine that uh, you're... You know what? Forget this whole premise. Did you know that Lincoln it's his anniversary today of his death he probably could have lived were his bodyguard not such a screw up the bodyguard leaves at intermission Uh, Lincoln you know just to give people a rundown in case you don't know Lincoln went to Ford's theater and he was seeing a play called My American Cousin and uh, John Wilkes Booth shot him in the head and uh, he, he he died later that night so his bodyguard leaves at intermission to go drink at a saloon down the street. And I guess he didn't come back in time, and Booth seized on this opportunity to carry out his plan to kill Lincoln. I mean, what an idiot. Even back then, I refuse to believe that back—I know that we didn't have the same uh, you know, security measures in place back then that we do now— but even back then, how could you not be aware? You know, you just came through the Civil War. People are openly talking about taking Lincoln out or how much they hate him. And you're assigned to guard him. And you think it's okay to just go and grab a, uh, a drink at the saloon, whether you're in the Capitol or not. I refuse to believe that it was okay back then or that people didn't take this stuff that seriously. Jeez. We think we, the Secret Service is bad now. This is awful. I think this sort of was the catalyst for the uh, the creation of the Secret Service, or at least for starting to use the Secret Service to guard the president in addition to uh, looking out for counterfeiters. But, man. Anyway, it's Lincoln's anniversary, so, um, you know, take a moment for of silence for him if you feel up to it. Um, Rihanna singer Rihanna is getting uh, some innuendos from the media and from other people. She was caught on video backstage at Coachella, hanging out with her friends, and uh, she appeared to be breathing in a little bit more than just air. Um, you know, she, it's a video, a cell phone video of her and some friends kind of dancing, and she's sitting at a table uh, doing something suspicious. And she's now saying, no, it's not, it's not what uh, everyone thinks it is, but um, I don't know. I'm looking at this video. There's a lot of evidence pointing in the direction of what people think that she's doing. Uh, The real question is, how could she let her friend film a video of this? Like, you got to get that stuff on lockdown, Rihanna. You got to tell your friends, hey, you got to do what Justin Bieber does. He just takes everyone's cell phone at the door you got to say, hey, listen, when I'm here, if we're hanging out and we're in private, no cell phones, no cell phone videos, you know, maybe you can have an old brick phone or a flip phone without a camera feature on it, but none of this because it's too dangerous. And who's the friend to release it? What a world to live in as Rihanna or any celebrity of that stature where you where you really can't trust anybody. Your friends will just take incriminating videos of you and just sell you out. Awful. Did you know that you can rent an Apple Watch? Apparently some guy started a company where you can rent them out, you know, because you don't want to buy it and then have Apple come out with a new one in a year and then all of a sudden you're, you're, uh, you're out of date. So, um, yeah, it says people who might not want to spend $350 or more for a device that they'll have to upgrade can rent it. He says that uh, he wouldn't give the exact details of the term, but each rental period would last less than a year. With monthly rates, most likely less than $50. Well, I would hope so. Hope so. For 350 bucks, you can buy it. Um, hmm. I still am not going to get it. I'm not that interested. I don't see it doing anything more than your phone or your iPad or anything else. I'm so dumb, though. I almost bought the Google Glass, uh, I think, like a year or two ago when they started selling them to the public for $1,500. I almost convinced myself, you know what? I could sort of pay for that if I... Cut back on this and that. And I'll pay it off over time. That might be worth it. Luckily, I didn't because they've now recalled all of those Google Glasses that they came, that they gave to the uh, the whole like Pioneer program that they were doing. So I dodged a bullet on that one. You guys remember Riddick Bowe, the boxer? He beat Evander Holyfield and uh, earned $15 million in his career. But then uh, in '98 he retired and he went to prison and filed for bankruptcy. Anyways, now... He'll tweet anything you want him to tweet, an advertisement, a birthday message, whatever, for 20 bucks. And you may be sitting there saying, wow, that's pretty desperate. Like, does he even have followers? Yes, he does. He's got 450,000 followers on Twitter. I, I'm not sure how many of them are real, but I'm sure they're a fair amount. I mean, he's still got a name. I'm doing this. I'm definitely going to send Riddick Bow 20 bucks and have him promote this show. How awesome will that be? I'll let you know as soon as that's up there. I don't know if I'm going to do it today, but uh, definitely by the next show on Monday. Yeah, so as I was saying at the top of the show, I've got ants now, which is something I've never really dealt with except for years ago when I was growing up. It's just such a hassle. you got to go out and buy the things, and you're killing them, trying to find out where they're coming in. There's not a clear entrance. I mean, I keep a clean household, aside from that bolognese sauce that I told you about on Monday, but I sweep, I do the dishes regularly, but I mean, I don't do it every single day. But am I not allowed to relax, lest I incur the tyranny of ants? Give me liberty and give these ants death. I wish Patrick Henry was here right now. But uh, at least they're not cockroaches, like my apartment back in Hollywood oh that was bad those were the big kind too like not even the little like a they look like bullets they were huge and the worst part is i knew that going in because the day that i was there to sign my lease i'm sitting in the office of the the apartment manager which was really just his apartment but okay and i'm signing the lease and a neighbor walks in and he says hey uh you're right in front of me too he just says hey Uh, I got a big cockroach problem in my bathroom. Could you come take a look at it after this? And the landlord just kind of like shrugged it off, like, yeah, no, no problem. Of course, that guy that walked up turned out to be the guy who lived right below me, so they were in my walls from the beginning. I never had a chance. And uh, still, I ignored that. And then, you know, I was trying to make the best of this thing while he was showing me the rest of the building. And uh, he took me to the parking garage. I said, hey, uh, you know indoor parking right at least your car's not going to get dirty and he's like well actually you'd be surprised uh, there's, there's a black dust that kind of settles on all the cars here yeah yeah Like the guy was totally an idiot he totally tone deaf he didn't know how to sell an apartment and yet I ended up being the fool in the end because I still took the place it was such a good deal in Hollywood it was like a thousand bucks for a one bedroom which you know that's really expensive real estate out there for whatever reason, so uh, I was lucky. But yeah, it was like, what was that poem where it's like, uh, first they came for my neighbors and I ignored it? First they told me about the na- the cockroaches and I ignored it. Then they told me about the black dust and I ignored it. Then I rented the apartment. Here's my story, it's sad but true. Now, this story caught my attention. Uh, it's being called the da- most dangerous movie ever made. It came out in 1981. It's a film called Roar, starring Tippi Hedren and her daughter, Melanie Griffith. And it's about a family that lives with about 130 different wild animals. And the crazy thing about it made it so dangerous was they used actual wild animals on the set, and all the actors had to interact with them. And uh, predictably... About 70 people were injured during the making of the film in various ways by the animals. Now, I had heard the story of Melanie Griffith living with lions as a child. uh, And, and, you know, at first I thought either A, her parents are just grossly irresponsible or already trying to collect on her life insurance policy. But I think it turned out to just be uh, number one. But I didn't know it was for this movie. The reason that they did that was so that the lions would grow up knowing the family and then... They would hopefully not attack them because they were familiar by the time they were ready to shoot the film. But uh, during filming, Melanie apparently had to, uh, she got mauled in the face and had to get some facial reconstructive surgery. And uh, the director of photography, Jean de Bont, who's uh, directed some other stuff that's escaping me right now, he got mauled pretty badly. He needed 120 stitches. And all the actors are, like, acting with real animals that are actually there. And they're not, you know, behind a glass. They're not suspended in any way. It's just literally acting with these wild animals. And apparently when you watch the film, you can notice the heightened tension of all the uh, all the actors in the movie. Because it's such a crazy, crazy scene. And... Um, I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't know if I want to. It just sounds like an uneasy thing to sit through. But the worst part is, number one, no one even remembers this movie. I certainly don't, and I'm sure most of you don't. And number two, it was a bomb when it came out. It cost about $17 million to make, and it only made $2 million. So, you know... What an awful idea, and Tippi Hedren has come out since then and said that uh, they were just unbelievably stupid to put her daughter in harm's way like that. Melanie actually wanted to leave the production, you know, because she said, I don't want to come out of this with half a face, but she didn't and came back, and she's lucky that she made it out as she did. You know, I'm happy Hillary Clinton is running, if only for the fact that I think I'll finally be able to remember whether she has one L or two L's in her name. From seeing it so much, I presume. Now, this next message is for Jaden Smith. Uh, This story came out last week. He was uh, photographed wearing women's clothing out and about in public. He was wearing a dress over his pants. And I just want to say, I know, Jaden, you think that you're breaking down some barriers and eliminating the idea of gender and what should be considered women's clothing or men's clothing. It should just be clothing. But... Nobody cares. No one is changing their behavior based on what you're doing. Not that many people are paying close attention. Um, And to be honest, there's bigger battles out there to win than just, uh, you know, like people already wear whatever they kind of want to wear, you know? Lots of women wear jeans and uh, lots of men wear dresses. Those men are called the Scottish. Kidding. But... Seriously, like, it's. I know what you're trying to do, but like, there's. It's when you're young and you're rich and you have nothing else to do, little minor issues seem like they're a lot bigger than they are. But really, just stop trying to be so different, okay? I know everyone lately has been saying different is good, and different is good, but not when you're just pandering and trying to do it for attention. That I can't get behind. Okay, so Billy Joel's gonna be a father. His girlfriend, Alexis Roderick, is pregnant and the baby's due this summer. Billy is 65. Wow. Hope he's got the energy. He must. He still goes out and plays, right? He's got a regular residence at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York City, so. Yeah, he seems like a good enough guy. Congrats, Billy. Yeah, I was reading about a scientist saying that there's an 80% chance that the first human to achieve immortality has already been born and by immortality he's saying that you know of course the person's not going to get murdered or killed or some accidents going to happen to them but that if it comes down to dying from some sort of natural causes that the medical advancements will be able to continually stave off whatever it is might normally end somebody's life so that'll be interesting although i, I personally i don't think it's a good idea we already have there's not enough jobs already um more things are going to be automated, which means even less jobs for people as the years go on. We're probably not going to have enough food. We've got a drought in California. There's not enough water. Fossil fuels, they're on the way out. So good luck. I mean, the population is already supposed to hit about 9 billion by the middle of this century. Imagine if everyone just continues living as well. I don't know what this planet's going to do. But congrats, Billy. Maybe your child will be one of the ones to achieve immortality. Here's kind of a rude story, I think. This uh, mother likes to share pictures of her child doing things and share it on Facebook so that people can kind of follow along. And she got a rather nasty message from a friend of hers on Facebook saying that, uh, basically, we're all so over your running commentary of your life and every single thing that your kid does, we all have kids that we're besotted with, and uh, every kid thinks their kid is the best kid ever, but we don't ram it down everyone else's neck. Take a photo and send it privately to the person who gave her the new outfit if she wears it. And if she crawls off the mat, we don't care. She's six month old. Big deal. Blah, blah, blah. I never understand people who just don't you exercise their free will to look at something else or listen to something else. You know? Uh, even on Facebook, you can choose... Whose updates you see, so just turn it off if you don't want to see the girl sharing her kid. Can it get annoying? I guess I don't know. I've got a. I'm at the age now where a bunch of my friends are having kids and posting pictures of it. I'll be. I don't mind. They're happy to show their kid growing up. What's the big deal? And like I said, if you don't like it, you can either just keep scrolling or you can need, take the extra step of setting it so you don't even have to see what the person is posting. But. Obviously, you've got some issues of your own to work out if you're going to send this mother this, uh, this message. You know, you, you've got some self-hate there. But my real question is how this story even made it all the way to the news. I mean, it was yesterday at the top of the page of the Daily Mail, which is a pretty big newspaper. That is the real mystery to me. Well, the show's basically over. One last story. Please be careful. I'm only bringing this up because I talked about my aunt problem earlier. I'm reading about a guy who uh, accidentally set himself on fire after he doused his rental car in alcohol to kill the bed bugs inside of it. And then he gets in and lights a cigarette. <laughs> so just be mindful. Be careful, everybody. I need you. I need you listening. Please keep listening. If you feel like it, tell others to listen. Tell everyone you see about this show. I'm going to try to get Riddick Bowe to tweet about it. It's only going to cost about 20 bucks. Don't worry. I'll cover it. And um, we'll continue this journey together. Until next week, when I return at Monday at 6 a.m., in the meantime, you guys have a great weekend and a great day and, uh, you know, or don't. Whatever you want to do, you're free to do it. That's the message of this show. If there is a message, which I'm not sure that there is. If I could just get the music to start playing, that would be great. All right. Anyways, you've been listening to The Wake Up Show. I'm Dante Greco, and I'll see you next Monday.